Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chriselle Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Life is challenging, and we're here to help by providing hope through your journey of life. We'll help you create the life balance you want and deserve. Here, we talk about all things mental health and a whole lot more in a simple and easy-to-understand way. I'm Alfred Chriselle Jr., and I'm joined, as always, by my sister and licensed professional counselor, Letty Chriselle. What's been happening in your world lately, Let? Well, Al, I'm going to tell you. Thanks for asking. I shared in our previous podcast that one of the things I wanted to work on was contacting people when I'm thinking about them. I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah whether it be a phone call or a text. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share a quick story about that. Okay. So I sent my three children, Aaron, Josh, and Hannah, Oops, I did it again. I mentioned her in the podcast. All right. Anyway, I sent this text and it said, good morning. Just wanted to remind you that I love you forever. Have a great day. Aww. Yeah, I thought so too, you know? And so I get the responses right. I get some, you know, I get a love you too. Thanks, mom. Mm. And then I get, um, is this going to be an everyday thing? (laughs) Followed by, (laughs) yeah, followed by, if we base your love off podcast mentions, Hannah is definitely in the lead. Oh my. Can you guess which one said that? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. So much sass. Uh, Keeps me on my toes though. Okay. But yeah, exactly. I just thought I would share that because, you know, it was, it was, it made, it did make me laugh when when I saw that. and. It was expected. Was it, I was just going to ask. Wasn't it, it, it was, was expected. expected. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected anything less from my son, Joshua. There you go, there you go Josh. Love you. Okay, but sorry. I, I'm going off topic here. No so right. I just wanted to share that I love all three of my kids. And I'm trying well, to follow through with a habit that I, I want to set, right? Okay. Yeah. So I guess you could say I'm working on setting some boundaries for myself. Boundaries, boundaries, very important, very important for all of us. And I don't think many people realize just how boundaries, how much they dictate our lives in what we do, how we act, how we feel about the people around us. So let's talk a little bit about this topic, boundaries. I think the best way to describe a boundary. Give us your definition. Right, yeah. Is to think of it as an imaginary line that separates people, Mm -hmm. right? Like me from you. And it literally separates physical space. I mean, we're separated here by a table. Mm -hmm. Our audience can't see, but we got a table and we're sitting across from each other. So this table is like our physical boundary. So in the one sense, we can think of a boundary as physical, a physical property line, could be city limits, state lines, borders, speed limits. I mean, so so on and on, right? The the physical boundaries that we see uh, in society. And boundaries also separate me and you in our feelings. Okay, it it separates our our needs and the responsibilities that we have. And this goes for me and you, but in all relationships, personal and professional. Just to continue on here, the boundaries that you have or don't have. Tell other people how they can treat you. Exactly. Exactly. What what you feel is what is acceptable to you and what isn't. And I think this is what we want to talk about today's podcast, the kinds of boundaries. We'll share some tips or strategies uh, to maintain healthy boundaries. We'll practice some scenarios and show our audience in real time 
what setting a boundary sounds like. That'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) I am always ready to have some fun. (laughs) And we'll discuss some of the real benefits to setting healthy boundaries also. So are you up for that, Let? I am up for it and I'm ready to go. All right. I think it'll be interesting for our listeners first to identify which boundary style they may fall into. Okay. Maybe they'll identify with more than one type. Hmm. I know I did. Okay. So here we go in no particular order. Okay, we begin with the rigid boundary type. Mm. Some of the traits of the rigid style uh, are that the person says no most of the time. Okay. They keep most people at a distance. Mm. They uh, stay detached from others' problems. Like they don't get involved. You know, it's, it's your problem, not mine. Right. They're very guarded with personal information. They don't usually ask for help. And their communication is is aggressive. Hmm. Okay. That's rigid. That's the rigid boundary type. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are the other ones? The second type of boundary style is what is called porous. Some of the traits of someone with this boundary style are that they have difficulty saying no. This is the opposite here of, of rigid. Exact opposite. Saying They have trouble saying no. They let almost anyone get close to them. And that just means that they don't wait to get to know people. Mm. They, they, they just... Dive in. Exactly. Just They're dive in. overly involved in other people's problems. It's like their problem becomes my problem. Mm. They mm. overshare personal information with everyone. And they are unlikely to ask for help. And their communication style is more of a passive okay. communication. I can see where both of those styles would be troublesome. Yeah. They're, they're, these two styles are more like the... Extremes. The extremes, yeah. right. The final one is the healthy boundary style. So some of those traits are when a person is able to say no when they need to. Mm. They are selective about those people they let in and keep out. Okay. That's they healthy. are able to share personal information with the people that they trust. They're supportive of others without being too involved. And they accept it when others say no to them. And Mm. they, their communication style is more of being able to express their personal wants and needs in an assertive way. That's really interesting to see how those break down. You know, Um, you describe them really well because there are these extremes, you know, the rigid, the porous, and then there's that, healthy sweet spot <laughs> exactly that's the one that we all aim for right, right. They we're, yeah. we're trying to get to but it's important that we're able to analyze self-analyze where we are sometimes we need somebody's help to let us know too because we don't really we don't know we don't realize that we are rigid or that we are porous and then we find ourselves in troubling situations and we wonder like why it could very well be because of the boundaries we set. So, yeah, I can see people being somewhere all over the spectrum of these. Again, maybe not at extremes, you know, maybe rigid-ish or, or porous-ish. Yes, right? yes, you're right. You know, most of us have a mix of these boundary styles. It can also depend on the setting, like whether it this is at the workplace or when you're with your family or even in social settings with your friends. Because what you say to your friends you may not say right. to your family or or coworkers. Right. You know, you're going to have a different style with each. Right. Okay. Okay. So then the trick here is to work towards being as healthy as we can. 
Okay, let's, let's give a path to better boundaries by sharing with our audience some tips, right? Let's do some tips, tips that can help them uh, move to setting better boundaries, more healthier boundaries. A lot of these are intended to keep you away from the pitfalls of not setting boundaries at all because there are people that fall into that category um, where there's no boundaries at all and then it's just a mess, it's a mess. Uh, because people that don't set boundaries can find themselves in a world of hurt really fast. <laughs> they can become people pleasers, you know, by not knowing when to say no, like you mentioned earlier. Right, and in right. the process, they get taken advantage of and may lose themselves. So it's a rabbit hole that you can, ha you can have a tough time coming out of and we don't want that for you or anyone here. So here we go. Uh, our first tip is to be assertive in your decision-making. Mm, I think some people have right. trouble getting to a decision, making it and just going with it. In making a decision, it shows assertiveness. It's good in setting boundaries. But in making a decision, you also have to be respectful. And you show confident body language, using the right, to right tone of voice, and use the right words. You see, it all does go back to effective communication. Yes. Once you decide what you want, you need to be able to choose your words and be able to communicate the right message to others. That's right. We can't forget the skill of effective communication in setting boundaries. Speaking of words, that's a good lead into our next tip, which is that words count. In other words, the words we choose to use, they matter a whole bunch. So again, going back to communication, which words are we choosing to use to set a good boundary? This is where you might feel that what you say might hurt the other person and you don't want to hurt their feelings. So you say something that doesn't work with regard to yeah. setting that healthy boundary. The truth is, though, we need to say it in a way that is respectful yet direct. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being direct either. It, it helps you feel good about you. And it's also in your best interest to be that way. I think some of us are not used to being direct. Yeah, no. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> we feel like it's it's confrontational. Uh -huh. To people that don't like confrontation feel that's a very you know dangerous place to be right. for them. All right. So back to these direct words to use. You want to say, I won't rather than I can't. Because when you say, I can't, it kind of leaves that conversation open to the question, well, why can't you? When you say, I won't, wow, you're really setting that firm, direct, but in a respectful way. That's so true. You know, sometimes we get caught in thinking that we have to explain ourselves and we have to tell the other person why we can't. It's right. kind of a less is best situation. Yeah. Just say, I won't be able to make it today and just leave it at that. Boom, period. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's some, let's give some other great phrases to use in, you know, when you're setting a good, healthy boundary. You can say something like, I'm not comfortable with this, or please don't do that, or not at this time. Here's some other phrases. I won't be able to do that for you. This doesn't work for me. I've decided not to. This is not yeah. acceptable, right? There's a lot of different phrases we can use here. So any one of these is, is really healthy and is a healthy response to setting a boundary. And I think respectful and direct, like we talked about earlier. You know what? And it's also going to depend, again, on where and with whom you're setting the boundary, whether it's the workplace, with family, or socially with friends. Right. And for those of us who may not be used to communicating this way, it will be uncomfortable at first. And like we say all the time, right? It's going to take practice. It helps to right. practice these before you have the conversation too. Right. But plan ahead. Uh, which is another one of our tips today. Know what you want to say before you address the individual. Rehearse it. But you have to be direct because no means no. 
and also be prepared for the reactions from the other person. You can yeah. say all the right words in a right. respectful way, and it can go one of two ways. Correct. Okay, either the other person will be accepting right away, or they may be surprised and question your boundary. True. You need to True. remind yourself, no means right. no. I'm not being selfish. I'm setting my boundary. Well said. Well said. Okay, our next tip. Something else you want to be careful of, and that is oversharing information with someone. Right. In other words, keep the TMI, right? Yeah. Too much information <laughs> out of your boundaries until you have built enough trust with the individual that warrants that type of sharing. And we find it very easy sometimes to say things that we normally wouldn't say too early in a friendship or relationship because we feel a need to make a connection quickly with that person, maybe. Maybe because we're feeling that we desperately need a connection in return. And you know what? A lot of times people don't want to know that much about you, yeah. especially because they don't know you well enough right. to get that information. Right. And the strategy can also make you incredibly vulnerable and yes. create a vulnerability for the other person or persons you may be talking about to this individual too. You know, that confidentiality that someone has entrusted you with, if you're giving it up, that information, then that's not fair to the, to the person that told you that in the first place. Yeah, that oversharing can be hurtful. And you're right. I think that we don't take the time to allow the trust to build up. And then we're hurt or disappointed with the consequences of saying too much too soon. Yeah, trust, trust is important. We know that. Mm -hmm. It's something that we work towards building it in our friendships and our relationships. We, build, we want to build that trust. So going in too soon with trust can be a real issue with regard to boundaries. So be careful with the TMI uh, for both you and those that have trusted their stories with you. All right. Well, here's another tip and a simple and practical way to check your boundaries. Examine your daily routine. Uh, the routine. Do, you have, do you have a daily schedule? I, I have one. It you keeps my boundaries set. You uh, have, as a matter you have fact, told it, me. It, yeah. yeah, I told you. And, and as a matter of fact, I, my wife the other day, she was saying, well, what's on your schedule? You know, <laughs> almost in a, <laughs> you know, but it was really putting me on track. So take a hard look at your daily schedule. Analyze it. And what, what is it that you're spending your time on? Because the opposite is you don't have any daily schedule. You don't get nothing done. All right. That's where I come in. Hold on. <laughs> I know you and I have spoken about this quite a bit because I, I actually started the conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I have this unhealthy relationship with procrastination. Mm -hmm. It knows no boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta, I, I get into this rut and I think, oh, that, that task that I have, oh, it's not going to take me long. I'll do it later. Yeah. But I'll do it later. It just becomes no, later. Yeah. I later. And so I'm rewiring where I'm at at this point. And it has been a struggle to set a consistent schedule. So I do definitely need to work on the time boundary, you know, for sure. <laughs> yes. And that alone has allowed me to set really good boundaries for myself professionally. And it feels good setting that schedule and, and, right. and taking care of it. Now that I'm speaking about it, I'm thinking about a, um, a situation that happened many, many years ago. And it reminded me of how important boundaries are with regard to recovery, uh, mm -hmm. people that are in recovery from alcohol and other drugs. Back when I was in school education, one of the responsibilities I had was to help bring in presenters to speak to the students about the dangers of drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. I vividly remember, because it made such a big impact on me, after this one particular presentation, I went to one of the gentlemen who was presenting. I thanked him for being here and uh -huh. speaking to the students. You know, I said, you know, just want to thank you. Uh, appreciate you being here. Right. Those kinds of things. But what he said next really floored me. 
he looked back at me and he said, no, I need to thank you because by being here, you kept me one more day sober. Wow. And I was just like, whoa. Wow. I mean, the, the presentation was on his schedule, on his right. daily schedule. And this helped, this helped him set his boundary of being away from alcohol. Right. And it does. Schedules keep you focused on track and they give purpose to your day. So never underestimate the power of time boundaries. That's so amazing to, he- yeah, to hear something really like amazing. that. And the awareness I'll never that, forget that. I'll never the forget awareness it. that keeping to a schedule was important to his well-being. And he knew mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, the effect that having healthy boundaries can have in our daily lives. Mm-mm. Amazing. All right. We've got a couple more tips here. The next one is know your limits. Okay, there are just yeah. things that you know are non-negotiables for you, right? You, right, you know right. what your limits are. So don't be afraid to be okay with setting the boundary, knowing that you just don't do that. So for me, quick example, I know that I cannot ride or will not ride crazy roller coasters that have gazillion zips and ups and downs and, and twists and turns and all that kind of stuff. I just, I know my limit when it comes to that. I'm not going to bungee jump either and I'm not going to skydive. Not just when I thought you liked living on the edge. Right. No, not that, not that far. You know, I've, I've had people before ask me to get on these rides and, and yeah. I have absolutely no problem saying I won't do that, <laughs> you know, but they appreciate the boundary that I set and they respect that. So now when we go to an amusement park or something, right. they, they won't even turn to they ask me, ask. you know, it's like, okay, we know, we know what he's going to say. They we, just hand you all their backpacks. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so know your limits. Now, I'm not saying that riding mega roller coasters or skydiving, bungee jumping, any of that is bad. I mean, people do it all the time and I respect that, but it's just not something I'm going to do. It's a boundary of knowing my limit that I'm going to set for myself. And that's what setting boundaries is all about. I hear you and I get it. I I was just talking to some friends about roller coasters and I had said that I'd be the person taking the pictures standing firmly (laughs) on the ground. And I know, yeah, and I know in my case, something that I have a boundary on is I refuse to go into any type of haunted houses. Oh, same, same. I have always had that to my the idea of walking into the unknown, and, yeah. but then you know that things are going to be <laughs> popping out or coming at you, and and you you're not you don't know when. It freaks me out, and don't even get me started with the elf on the shelf. That's that that elf has always freaked me out. <laughs> you know, it moves every day. It does. And let me tell you what. Magically. (laughs) When I was working, I did share. Apparently, I overshared that it freaked me out. So Mm. some of my coworkers thought it would be just a great idea that every time I came into my office in the mornings, that elf was somewhere in my office. Oh, Yes, they purposely put that elf (laughs) in my office, and it changed positions every day. (laughs) That must have been freaky. It was very triggering. (laughs) It was very triggery. All right. We got one more tip we're going to talk about before we get into some quick real-time boundary setting examples. And that's what I believe to be the most important one when you're thinking about setting your boundaries. And that is staying true to your values. Really important here. Look closely at what it is that you value in your life and then set that boundary to it. Right. For example, if you value spending time with your family, then set firm boundaries at work. Not going to do that over time. I'm not going to work late. I'm not going to do those things because you value spending time with your family. And work is always going to be there. And it's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. If you value your your privacy, then set firm boundaries with the information you share with others. So what you value should guide the types of boundaries you set and really make life easier for you. But you got to know what you stand for, what you believe in, and the type of person you want to be 
in order to do that. Most definitely. Once you set your priorities, then you can focus on the strategies you'll need to implement in order to set those boundaries. That's right. Okay, so I hope everybody appreciated those tips. Uh, really good. And so now, that are you ready to share with our audience what setting a boundary sounds like? Let's get to it. Let's get okay. to it. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a couple of scenarios, and then we'll respond to each one with a healthy boundary, and then just process it maybe for a little bit. So okay. you ready? Here we go. The first one is this. Here's our scenario. You invited a friend over for the evening, but now it's getting late. You'd like to get ready for bed, but your friend seems unaware of how late it is. You go first on this one. Okay, this is interesting because, believe it or not, this has actually happened to me, but in reverse. So, yeah, I'll give a response first, and, and then I'll explain. So, I might say, it's really late, and I have an early class at the gym. So, here's the thing. We get together every so often, and if it happens to be a weeknight, I know that some of us have early wake-up calls and others don't. Mm-hmm. So my friend is really great about setting her boundary. When, okay. we, when we get together, she'll Good either her. say, yeah, she'll either say, I have to get up early for the gym, or I don't have class tomorrow. That determines how early the goodbye is. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah, I do appreciate that. You respect that. You respect that boundary. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I don't don't want to overstay my welcome either. So it's kind of, you know, it's a... You don't want to be that person. Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, How would I say it? I think I'd probably say something like, you know, hey, really had a good time. I've got to wake up early for work tomorrow. So maybe we can do this another time. Or or, maybe we can spend some more time later. Pretty subtle, but direct, it, I think, right. in setting that boundary. So I, I think I'd say something like that. Which is- Well, and especially your friends. So your friends know you. Yes, they know you. Exactly. And they, you know, you respect each exactly. other. So. All right. Let's try another one. You miss several days of work due to a medical condition. When you get back, a co-worker asks what happened. You feel this information is personal and do not want to share. Okay. So I would say something like, I don't feel comfortable sharing my health information. So let's just go ahead and get to work. Yeah. Direct. What do you think? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Good. Direct. To the point. You know, I've set my boundary and I'm sharing that I'm able to continue getting the work done. Yeah. So what about you? I'd probably say something similar. Just something like, that's something personal and I'd rather not discuss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty direct and I think they'd respect that and be able to move on from that. Somebody might be listening to our responses and think, well, that's kind of confrontational or it's kind of mean or or maybe too aggressive. Mm -hmm. But it's really not. It goes back to the way you say it, too. Right. right? We talked about how we deliver those words. Uh, One more here. Your child has been on their device playing video games longer than they were supposed to. Uh, Well, you know what? As we know now, my kids are adults and out of the house, so they pretty much do what they want. So, Al, you go ahead and take this one. All right. I'll take it because this kind of hits close to home. I have a little one who likes to be on his Nintendo Switch, and I'll let him play for a while. But he knows because early on, we set a boundary for him with regard to devices, right? And you usually give him a five-minute countdown. I'll tell him, okay, five more minutes. When I first told him early on, he kind of had to figure that out. What does he mean by five more minutes? But he also had to feel how long five minutes is right? <laughs> to right. experience how long five minutes is. So I did that early on and he got it. He understood that that was a boundary for the use of his device. So right. Right. that's something that I'll do. I'll just say like, okay, you've got five more minutes. 
and he knows he's going to have to put it away right. or turn it off. And he's really good with it. Sometimes he'll he'll press it, uh-huh. but I'll just remind him time is up, and and he's really good about it. So you That's stick to it, so yeah. he he knows. Yeah, stick to the boundary. Yeah. Well, we've covered lots of tips and examples for setting good, healthy boundaries. Let's talk a little bit about their benefits. And there are many. Well, here's the thing. When you take time to set healthy boundaries, you make your life simpler. Absolutely. You'll have less stress in your life. You know, when others understand that you have limits. Less stress is good. So good. (laughs) Again, when when others understand that you have limits, they're going to acknowledge that and respect that. And, you know, by the same token, you develop more respect for the boundaries that others have. So then by respecting each other, mm-hmm. you're going to be less annoyed with people. Well, like, yeah, because okay, they're not going to be bugging boundary. you. Because this you... is my boundary, yeah. you know, yeah. and let's value that. Yeah. Yeah. Life becomes more manageable. Mm-hmm. We're able to achieve the goals that we set mm-hmm. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? We feel better. We yeah. feel better about ourselves and about others. The feeling better about yourself it has to be one of the biggest benefits right. that you get because so many people feel that they won't feel better. They'll feel bad if they set a limit, if they set a boundary. Right. And it's the opposite. The opposite is true. So, And that wow, depends man. on the type of boundary style that you have right now. So I think that's really important to, to check yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know? The bottom line here when it comes to boundaries is this. You have the right to determine what you will and will not accept in your life. The people around you, those in your life, those that you may want to bring into your life, they can either comply with your boundaries if they want to continue being a part of your life or not. Right. It's your yeah. time. It's your life. Be at peace with your boundaries and reap the benefits that we just talked about of a better life. And as always, show yourself grace and patience yeah. as you take on the journey of developing healthier boundaries for yourself. Yeah. It's not going to happen right away. It's like Al said just a bit ago, you have the right to decide what you will and will not accept in your life. Mm. It's a process. Tackle one boundary at a time. Yes. Ask yourself, Yes. which boundary is my first priority? Start small. Start mm-hmm. small and just gradually build up to it and just see your life just feel better. Well, Let, I think we've given our audience a lot to think about today. Uh, we want to thank you all so much for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please submit a review to let others know all about it. If you want to get notifications about upcoming podcasts, hit the subscribe button and please share it. You know what they say, sharing is caring. <laughs> if you're looking for more mental health tips and strategies, you can subscribe to our blog on our website at www.chriselcounseling.com, C-R-I-X-E-L-L, counseling.com. Also, if you've got suggestions for upcoming podcasts, let us know. If social media is your jam, you can find me on Instagram at chriselljr.alfred. Let your IG handle. Mine is Anna Chriselle. If you haven't started following us yet, please go follow us right now. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. Keep coming back for more. We'll be here. I know I'll keep coming back. Thank you, Lev, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey, everyone. Thank you again for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,